Welcome back to EO Audio. This is Tim Trainer, opinion page editor of the East Oregonian. And we're back today with the podcast, a recording of Bob Amen, who is going for War II Council seat of outgoing councilor Chuck Wood, who decided not to run for re-election. Uh, Mr. Amen is challenged by Rex Morehouse and Scott Fairley, whose uh, podcasts are already posted. Hopefully you'll listen to them and give a listen to Bob here. Um, he sat down with editorial board and city re- city uh, reporter East o- city reporter Antonio Sierra of the East Oregonian. Uh, listen into the conversation here. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of EO Audio. Thanks. Take us through your history a little bit. I know you've been in City Council before. Yeah, I arrived here in 1975 okay. uh, as a uh, young, naive uh, legal aid lawyer, VISTA volunteer, and I um, uh, worked at legal aid for four and a half years and then went into private practice and was in private practice for uh, 20 years. Um, and was, uh, you know, I had been involved in both, you know, from the time I got here, uh, Judge Wells, who was a famous judge in this county, uh, pointed me to the Juvenile uh, Advisory Council, Juvenile Center Advisory Council, and I've been involved in community uh, appointments and so forth ever since then, uh, you know, boards and commissions and so forth. Uh, first time I was in uh, anything with the city government was in, in 82 when I was appointed to the budget committee and I served in the budget committee for 10 years and and then uh, became uh, uh, then ran for city council and was elected and served two terms which I regard as I'm a firm believer in term limits. Uh, after about eight years, you become part of the problem, not part of the solution. And that goes for just about everybody. There are some exceptions, and uh, but most most people, uh, at least you know, for a volunteer uh, position, it's very time-consuming. You just burn out. And you want to do some other things with your life, <coughs> which is what I did. Uh, and... Year 2000, I went back to school to become a uh, to go into computers, uh, and eventually I uh, went to BMCC for two years, and then uh, to get some uh, background courses in uh, in calculus and uh, um, physics and um, chemistry, which all of which I didn't actually need, as it turned out, but it was fun. Uh, I gave my senior, my you know, my second, uh, my my top. I got through all the chemistry in the last course. You have to give a paper, so I gave mine on uh, on sugar, mm-hmm. which is of course the foundation of all mm-hmm. civilization. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. And uh, my cohort gave it on chocolate right after mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so we had a good time. Uh, the uh, uh, and I went back to school in Portland uh, and lived in Newburgh uh, for six years and then came back here. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and uh, immediately got involved in things. I've been a Kwanian for for, okay. for longer than I can remember, okay. uh, and uh, various other things. Right now, I'm obviously a Kwanian. I've served in all the capacities there, leadership, and that you can on a local level, uh-huh. and um, been. Uh, I, I served on the Tanya's House Board on the Farmers Market Board. Maybe have some questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a social gathering on uh, this week. It was not a meeting of any kind, but it was. We we were feeling like we were kind of getting um, things were, were tensing up, so we decided to just have a pizza and some beer and wow. and just relax. And uh, I asked the question. Uh, I'm going to have this. You know, interview on Friday. Should I say anything? And they said, and everybody was going. <laughs> 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 uh, we'll keep this. <laughs> no, no. They, you can ask. <laughs> okay, okay, but we are trying to keep all these uh, to the same time. Really, cause yeah. them, so we'll, we'll ask you yeah. after all that. Well, we're, I know you got all those cars out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lined up. Yeah. Um, so, so where did you grow up then? I I was uh, born in Los Angeles. I grew up in East LA until I was twelve, and then Silicon Valley before Silicon Valley, Sunnyvale, California, uh, until I was eighteen. Went to Occidental College in East LA, uh, which Catherine Brown can tell you about, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, then went to law school at Lewis and Clark in Portland, and then moved out here. And when I went back to school, I went to uh, back to Portland State and uh, PCC, and then went to uh, OIT, which is where I actually got my formal IT analyst education. And then I went to OHSU for my... Uh, uh, certificate in healthcare management. I was working on a master's degree in healthcare management. Um, Where do you work now? For myself. Mm-hmm. Over, I have an office in Carter Crimson's Malarkey Building, mm-hmm. and uh, I am an IT analyst. I work on computers and net, networks. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have other employees, or just no? Just me. Yeah. I, I I set that up. I was looking for uh, something else to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was working out at Cayuse Technologies for four years. Went out there to manage servers for a customer of theirs, and then they put me into um, um, testing uh, for one of their customers. Um, for um, voice recognition testing, and then I moved. To, I did other testing and and, and writing uh, code writing. Uh, you know, creating testing um, algorithms and so forth. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, just test scripts, uh, computerized test scripts, really, where it's automated, uh, as opposed to um, manual testing. And I did that too, but I mean, my the reason I was put in there was because of my coding skills. Mm-hmm. After after uh, a lot of uh, computer um, mm-hmm. um, 
IT, uh, computer scripting uh, uh, education. Uh, you know, I, I was able to basically take whatever program they needed me to run, you know, to, to write in and, and learn that program. Gotcha. You know, learn that language. Because yeah. coding is all the same, it's, but you write it differently. Yeah. You know, the, but the concepts are the same. You're trying to do the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You just do it differently. And, and you use the language that is most, best meets your needs. Well, so uh, you, you said you, you, you did your term, you did your two terms, and wh- why are you interested in joining the city council again? Oh, um, because I uh, have, I think I have some background expertise to share uh, with the community, and um, I think the city can be better governed. Uh, I guess it's the underlying. I, my, my, my experience and background tell me that uh, most positions, whether it's a, a nonprofit board or uh, with um, uh, a city or county or whatever governing body, uh, it's the details that matter. You can go on there wanting to do, you know, change government or whatever, but uh, people who do that or, or part of government. Uh, find themselves very frustrated and either drop out but still remain on the council uh, or uh, just completely leave uh, because you have to, you know, people will go before the council, that's their one big contact with their local government and government at all. And you have to listen to everything and you have to... um, Try to make the best decisions you can, even if you're. It's an area that you're not uh, particularly uh, interested in. Um, the classic example, I think, for me was we had we were the city council was going to consider uh, a forty million dollar uh, improvement in our water system, eventually, which didn't occur. But we chose another path, which was quite a bit cheaper and better. But we were considering this and uh, that night, that was supposed to be our, our basic thing, but we had an appeal of a land use issue. And uh, it was about somebody making pies commercially in their house. And that took up all our time. But it wasn't, we couldn't just not listen to her. That was her, you know, the, the proponents and the antagonists and so forth, that was their contact with government. And we had to pay just as much attention to that as we had to our $40 million proposal, water uh, systems improvement. Uh, so you have to be interested. You have to be interested and concerned, even if you're not. Mm-hmm. And that's not your priority in your life. You have to You have to put in the energy for that, to, to make that... Uh, your priority for that moment in your life, and I, and I think that that's one of the things that the city council needs to do more of. And you said you have that kind of energy to do that. Oh that. yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm 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 still a young guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it has to do with young at all. It's just a matter. No, of, I know. You know, I, I I know. I'm I'm being facetious. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it just has to do with your willingness to do it. 
Uh, it doesn't make any difference whether you're two or, or 82 or 92. Um, uh, it's, it's a matter of discipline to some extent, and it's a matter of uh, caring, uh, I guess, overwhelmingly. And you feel like the current city council maybe didn't have that patience? Well, I think, I don't know uh, that, I haven't seen it. Uh, I think there's too much political jockeying there as opposed to paying attention to the facts uh, and trying to render the best possible decision. I'm not the expert to say that. I don't go to all the city council meetings, nor would I. Uh, they don't they don't need uh, people randomly getting up there and saying th you know, things they're not informed about. Um, and my budget expertise, you know, I, I, I served, what, 18 years on the budget committee, 10 years uh, you know, as an appointee, and then eight years as a city councilor. And, um, I, you know, I, I went through the budget for this year that, that's going on this current year, which I thought was uh, somewhat interesting. I had a lot of questions about. But, you know, that's already something that's being done. You know, that's not something that I can, uh, you know, that there's any input mm -hmm. at this point. Um but I find finance and budget fascinating. Uh, in my IT, I had, I had to take um, six courses in accounting, including to the 400 <coughs> level, um, to be an IT analyst. And um, as one of my good friends who's an accountant said, boy, you're almost a, or a CPA. You're almost, you're, you were too short of, of an accounting degree. And, Thanks, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's, again, it's one of those things where you 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 have to have a, a breadth of experience and knowledge, uh, and willingness to learn new things, uh, even though that's not what you're really interested in. Um, but to be a good counselor, you have to do that. Well, the other thing I'm involved in now is helping hand. Um, on their board. I thought about them. I just had the, a meeting uh, two, no, yesterday afternoon. Yeah. How soon they forget. <laughs> what, what are the most important issues you think that will face the council this next term? Money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and budgeting. Um, you know, uh, central services I noticed was a is a three million dollar plus operation out of the seven million dollars, uh, you know, as compared to the seven million dollars of property taxes mm -hmm. the city takes in, which is, I thought was an interesting uh, juxtaposition. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, they take a million dollars out of sewer and water, one point one million dollars, I think it's about in round figures. I'm giving you. Uh, for central services, so I guess the city manager uh, is spending a lot of time thinking about water and sewer. Um, and um, it, you know, there's just a lot of, I don't know all, the, and I'm not on the budget committee obviously right now, and, I'm, and I don't know what the considerations were there, but uh, I think that the, 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 the budget is going to be a major issue. 
Uh, obviously, you know, maintenance of our infrastructure is the major issue. Mm-hmm. I think everybody agrees that you know streets are in bad shape, and that dates back to when I was on city council. Um, but it's got no no one's ever done anything in the 16 years that I w- was off the council, and yeah. therefore the problem. Yeah. And and it's mo- worse. Was it they put in motion in the eight years you were on council? I mean, it sounds like it was a topic of conversation. Like oh, yeah. I mean, we were, I think we were underfunding the streets at the time. Um, we didn't, we were spending the money more. I noticed that Central Services was taking a big chunk of the street funds. Uh, I don't know why that is. But they were, um, But we put the the, this, the uh, gas tax money in and whatever other money, but we didn't really put anything else in. And the streets simply that was that is not sufficient to to, to um, maintain the streets that we had at that time, and we have more now. Um, so I mean, it's it's, it's not a um, not very easily remedied because where do you get the other money from? Uh, but that's something, it, it, as terms of an issue in front of the council, yeah. that's a big issue. Yeah. Um, so how, if you were on council, how would you navigate the budget crisis then? You know, it, it requires me to somewhat second guess what the budget committee is doing right now without the mm-hmm. briefing from anybody. Uh, but I guess I would really scrutinize central services uh, because it's, it's, it's taking out a lot of money out of critical areas that need money. Uh, we're, turning, we're taking the money out and then we're putting it back in. You know, what we asked for as a one-time thing, but we're taking it out every year. Uh, I think the, the central services charges have not been very well accounted for. At least in my, my outside view, maybe they have, but that would be something that I would look at. Um, I think we have to reallocate priorities. Some things, uh, you know, something. Uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there. In looking, for instance, there uh, there's complaints about the vert costing so much. Well, it's part of the building structure of city hall. So let's get real. Um, but and we can't sever it. Uh, it's just that's not practical. Uh, so we have to figure out how we're going to um, pay for it. Um, the airport is always, you know, somewhat of a problem. People say the convention center is a problem, but the convention center, you know, pays out of central services money, but does not add, does not get it gets a transit room tax, which is. What, you know, what the justification for that tax was you know, supporting uh, events coming to town, which is the convention center is the, the keystone of, and therefore it should be doing that, and it always has been doing that, uh, taking that money. And apart from that, the convention center supports itself according to the budget and according to the actuals of, of the uh, 2014. Now I'm looking at a budget for 2015. That is 2015-2016, the one the, the year we're in now, not the budget upcoming. 
which I did not get a copy of. So, um, and we're a little early in that in that cycle to get to get anything that's going to be useful anyway. Uh, you know, we're in the proposals part of the cycle. At least, unless they've accelerated since I was on the budget committee. So I don't think that would be terribly helpful to me to to see a document that is in flux. Um, So uh, anyway, so so there's a lot of misinformation or misapprehension on that, and so we have to examine where all the money is going. I I saw a lot of slack in there. There's there's huge increases in, in personnel and salaries uh-huh. uh, much higher than I know people are getting more salaries and without increasing personnel so that's called stashing money uh, in the old uh, parlance and I, I don't know whether that's justified or not but I would certainly like to, to see the justification for that okay. if I were on council okay. I'm not running for budget committee by the way I've been there and done that for mm-hmm. 18 years I uh, well, I find it fascinating that I've done I've done enough of that mm-hmm. as a you know as a in in thing because I found the budget committee that you know the budget committee meets and passes on whatever and the city council then disposes and so the it, it, the city council is really the responsible you know they they change things all the time in the budget and. At least they did when I was around. Okay. And I don't think that practice has changed. Okay. So we talk a while about, uh, you know, the issues facing Pendleton, but we want to make sure folks have a chance to say what's great about this town and what are oh, its yeah. assets and how. Well, I, I yeah. came back, you know, I, I could have stayed down the valley if I, you know, I, if I wanted to get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our home. Uh, and uh, we're involved in the community. And, and, and for the reason that we... You know, we want to make a, you know, Pendleton be the best it can be, mm-hmm. and and it can be a great place. We ha- and we have a uh, volunteer organization that that puts on a, uh, a week long party for our closest hundred thousand friends every September, mm-hmm. and I mean that's very very few towns of sixteen thousand can. Can claim that anywhere in the world, uh, and it, and that's just one thing about Pendleton. Uh, I mean, we have a really nice community, and, and uh, we need to have a government that reflects that. Uh-huh.